There's a, a new Fedora blog that I found. Well, new to me anyway. Oh, what's it called? Uh, let me take a look. Uh, I'm to figure it out here. Okay, uh, this is a quote uh, from something they clipped onto the blog, uh, supposedly um, via Craigslist personals. To the guy in the fedora, I have been thinking about you a lot and I just wanted you to know something, you are so ugly. So the Fedora blog is called Forever Alone Fedoras Tumblr dot com. Wow. <laughs> Are there some pretty sad sacks on there? Do you think they'll be forever alone? It's it's hard to say at this point, but I think there's a there's some chance. All right. Now, let's see, there's a control here for them. Yeah, um, let's see, the fedora, um, wearers, uh, are people like, uh, Amontillado, uh, this is his about me. Can you see the light? Is it a warm glow to illuminate the shadows of your soul? Or is it a burning passion threatening to consume you? Question mark. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. You know what it might be? In the end, does it make a difference? Can you face the brilliance to find out? Or will you forever dwell in the shadows of the eternal night? I am a kinkster. Oh, what's that? I am going to describe myself as such until there is another title I feel I can own. I am not much one for titles in any case. I have a ton of kinks and fetishes. Oh. And am open-minded about ones I haven't parentheses yet on parentheses tried <laughs> I am somewhat of an experimentalist unlike so called normal in quotes people who I am convinced don't really exist acknowledge and embrace my kink as a major part of who I am vanilla is not something I am built for okay. <laughs> you are an alcoholic <laughs> you 
dictionary defines kinkster as one who enjoys and participates regularly in kinky sexual activities. Would you like me to use it in a sentence? Jane loves to get tie up her men and spank them. What a kinkster. Jane loves to get tie up her men and spank them. What a kinkster. Who writes this stuff? Oh, come on. This is bullshit. And then words related. Things that I am bisexual, uh, a blipster, a dicky kink, extension of hipster, a quinky dink, a yupster, a leather woman. Try to be. Now we know. There's um th- this vlog like you know it it it's recycled a few things that I remember seeing I think on maybe on some other satire site or maybe on like those now now like uh, basically shut down old uh, fedora blogs that we we talked about on previous episodes of the show. Um, well, I mean, there's also there's also a sort of a convergence in the cultures. I think there's a lot of bronies. I mean, sure there were bronies before, right? And they were, and the guys that wear fedoras, they were, were many of them were bronies, and many of them were fellas looking for affection for women, but not having an easy time finding it. And they would cast about for excuses rather than looking at their own lameness. Right, is I mean, I'm just trying to summarize uh, yeah. in case people are trying to catch up. They would blame somebody for not liking them, like in a romantic way, but I guess they just don't understand that you can't, like, just make somebody like you. There has to be something there. And, you know, if, if they're not getting a lot of, of bites, then, then maybe, yeah, they should check their fishing lore. <laughs> You've been so good. I want to give you a treat. <laughs> there's um, there's like this stuff here about like uh, um, uh. <laughs> okay, there's like I don't know if it's a, it's a Sims game or you know like an app or something like a, like you're like you're creating a uh, avatar character or whatever, but it's his current traits. Socially awkward, hates the outdoors, hot-headed, inappropriate, unstable. And there's a guy wearing a fedora with a ponytail, and he's a little big, and he's got like uh, he's got a shirt with two wolves and a moon on it. Nice, nice. I like that. Um, yeah, so how come nobody is helping these fellows get out of the friend zone? Oh, what? No, the friend zone itself is a no, because because you can't accept the problem is you can't you can't accept their bullshit terminology even like the friend zone like that's not even like a real thing that just like means that they are not um occupied in the romance department and are looking for excuses and casting about for blame like what does it have to do with the people that they're supposedly friends with or very possibly just tolerate them in a relatively friendly way like how do you know what i mean like because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about they don't have any concept that that's not like just an evolution like oh yeah you know your friends and then all of a sudden like you're dating like that happens but you know the people that do that 
are usually pretty lame people. That's like lame people romance. What? Why? Trying to be <laughs> friendship leading to romance. Why is that? Those are like the people that are like. One of them nags for a long time, <laughs> and then the other one gives in. And I don't like the. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned. You're gonna lose a tooth. You're You're gonna lose lose a fucking tooth. They're the ones when you go to their wedding, and they're like, I didn't really like him at first, but he was so persistent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and he kept asking me out, and eventually he won me over. But now I hate him. <laughs> not yet. Not well. Or yeah. No. I mean, and I, I'm not one to judge it. I, and I haven't seen studies like to those type. How do you measure that type of relationship and then can, to even like to study it? Like, but if they did a study of those types of relationships to depending, I mean, compared to like ones that started very romantic and very affectionate from the start, like, you know, uh, and then there's, there's kind of ones in between, like what if people were attracted quickly, but one was dating, but then that, you know, a person's relationship, you know ran its course and then they got together you know like there's a lot of variance on that right it's not it the problem is you can't ever really simplify you know people's experiences to these classifications but the people that put the fedoras on their head in 2014 created a relatively you know what i mean a relatively identifiable class that people will talk about i see Are you gonna help them by uh, giving a get, clipping a ten percent off coupon for lids in a hipster neighborhood? I think I might. I think I might have like a like a fedora like home like where you can come and try on other fedora. hats like a sombrero or a baseball. A hat. sombrero. You want them to go from like from well, you know what? A sombrero is actually an interesting evolution. But the problem here's the problem. These are not people that you want to, in a classic way, get to come out of their shells. Like I don't, I don't know how to put this down. <laughs> but but you know, like like, like the sombrero house. though is not, not the thing to recommend them. Like you should recommend people that you really that are just like you know what I mean that 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 aren't obnoxious and are, are quiet. Like you can give give a sombrero that'll be really festive. You know, but the energy. Like the way think about like a, a fedora wearer today's typical fedora wearer or at least or stereotypical fedora wearer, um, like a guy wearing a fedora like it, imagine putting a sombrero on that head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The kind of the, big wide neck kind of <laughs> sinking it over the collar. It's just it's just a therapy model for them to just try on different hats and see how they feel. Like this is all happening with inside the safe. Fedora Foundation, <laughs> where, where young men can come and you know get rid of their their um, attachment to the hat, break free, show the world the top of their head. <laughs> you just not wear a hat, like there you go. Hats off. Big week. We <laughs> have graduation and everybody throws their hats, and we catch them and we don't give them back. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> oh, when
I read uh, the book by Philip K. Dick uh, called uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Do they? I don't know. Is it about that? It's a book about a bounty hunter and some somewhat dystopian future. I think it's supposed to be around 2015 or 2020. I don't know. And uh, around now maybe. And there's a bounty hunter and he's going after these different models. Uh, and then he... It's uh, it's 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 like uh, I don't know. Like I guess it's sort of like a detective book, but it's sort of science fiction, and it has a um. All right, let's just put it this way: it has a very strange, like, robot sex scene very kind of disturbing but like disturbing in his lameness how so it's a robot sex scene it's like this whole thing like there's this like pseudo philosophical kind of side to it where um you know uh you know uh you know mercer street uh-huh well there's this thing called mercerism you're making all of this up. So this is a guy making the case for Fedora. See okay. if you agree with the case he makes. This video is for all you stupid fucking trolls and haters online saying mean and hurtful things about Fedoras. Sure. Guess what? They rule harder than you, dipshits. You don't fucking know anything about this hat, idiots. Quite frankly, he's out of breath quite already. Frankly, I just think you're jealous ass haters because you couldn't even pull off this wear this look. If you couldn't even. You couldn't even wear a fedora if your life's depended on it because you know what? it's class and class is for men and swag is for boys. But you wouldn't know shit about that, fucking haters. This hat is for what cool people wear and you <coughs> can't figure it out. You sit there online on your fucking websites and you say bullshit about it. But guess what? It's just a hat and you're not even cool enough to wear it. So next time you think before you do trolling. I don't care. Next time think before, before you, you troll. That's even possible for you mm. to think before you do fucking hating on the is this words. Part of, is, is this part that I just call about that You're just part? a hat, and you're just a stupid swag idiot. You think swag is so cool, guess what? It's for boys, and class is for men. This is class. 
That's all I got to say to you, stupid ass Absolutely not. And bullshit bully trolls. You don't know shit. You don't know fashion. You don't know anything about this world if you keep saying bullshit jokes. Jealous. I know you're just trying to be stupid and ass funny, but it's not fucking funny. He keeps Get the going. fuck off line if you're gonna keep saying this bullshit. Keep spouting it out of your stupid ass like keyboards that probably are mechanical. Listen, you don't know shit. Let me show you the guy. Stupid swag. You don't know shit, and I dare you to say one more fucking joke. He has a of course. throat neck. And he's putting his smartphone up to the bathroom here. No, that's really weird. You listening? He's filming it in his bathroom? Somebody's bathroom, maybe his. Can he just flip the camera? I, 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 I don't... I guess he wanted to make sure people saw the middle finger. I don't know. of yoga journal and uh, it's a September issue and I saw somebody tweet about this and say they were canceling their subscription um, and so I was kind of curious to read the article and basically the article is called love your curves yoga clothes that fit flatter and support everybody so you're like okay well good you know some, some good yoga clothes, yoga clothes options but then they have comments like this, like, a question is, my bottom doesn't fill out my yoga pants. How can I create curves? And the answer is, go for a pair made with melding fabrics such as spandex that hug your body and accentuate your curves. And it's easy to create curves with a fitted tank or bra top that has a sweetheart or princess neckline that alludes to cleavage. It is bullshit. This is yoga, and it's a spiritual practice, and you shouldn't be thinking about your boobs and your butt and what leggings you're wearing. So, you know, it's it, it's something that you keep your eye on, and you see how the industry is changing, but you can, you can see a lot of people really interested in looking good in yoga pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the trend of of uh the the clothing and uh uh accessories has probably outstripped even the popularity of the of the practice because there's for all the people that are really taking it up there's even more people that are just buying the gear Or, or maybe just you know taking it up lightly or occasionally but buying a lot of the gear right because it's like there's those companies isn't one of them cult-like? 
Yes, I mean, a lot of them are. I think that's the athletes, though, because, I mean, I've met runners, and they get really into, like, I gotta have this shoe, or I gotta wear these pants, or this sock, or whatever, so I, I think that's the athlete obsession coming into yoga. Like, they give you suggestions of yoga clothes to wear if you're pear-shaped, or if you are apple-shaped, or how about you put on some stretchy pants and a t-shirt, loose-fitting clothes, whatever you want, and you go do yoga. Big week. <laughs> so that's what we've come to, folks. Shut up we, already. We have women, women's Science. bodies are being described as wedges. And we have oh, questions on, like, this is bullshit. This oh my bullshit. God. This is bullshit. My thong underwear rides up in down dog. But I don't want my panty lines to show. Why not? Should I just go commando? Mm. Hello? The underwear decision is personal. But if you prefer okay. to go without, most leggings now come with moisture with fabric in the crotch. Or try the new seamless low-rise thong and panty that offer still support. I mean, really. Really? Am you gonna, that? If a student comes up and asks me that, I'll be like, breathe and stop thinking about your damn underwear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get back into your body. I'm there every day. No, I mean, it's, it's, they're at a, a, a really, you know, early stage. And I think, you know, by even just focusing and indulging in this, instead of just saying, it's not about what you wear, it's about the practice, just shows the shift in the magazine. But it's an industry, it's an industry magazine, so I keep my eyes on it. They just moved their offices to Colorado, too. From where? San Francisco. Oh. They're like, we're getting out of the city. Well, it's probably lower cost. You think so? Well, not because uh, Colorado's inexpensive, but because California's expensive. Yeah. You've been listening to podcast number 136. Uh, it was recorded on uh, August 28, 2014. Thank you, Jessica, for joining me. From Seattle, Washington. Yeah, this has been the PacificPelican.us slash 64 podcast with me, Dan McKeown, and of course with Jessica. And you can uh, find... Uh, Show notes on the website, pacificpelican.us slash 64. Find Jessica's website, jessica.sf3am.com. I think that has a link to your Twitter. Yeah. And then uh, if you want to uh, read my 
novel, you can go to djmcloud.com slash book. Nope. I think there's probably more stories we could kind of pad the, the show with. Uh, you know, I mean, how, uh, you know, how, um, far into it are we? 25 minutes. We just crossed the 25 minute mark. Looks like. So this is preliminary editing data, I must point out, right? Like, sometimes you start talking about stuff like that and maybe something gets edited in or out or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, I mean, it's good, you know, 25 minutes, like, uh, how do you think I should encode the MP3s, you know, like, what bitrate, like, you know, it's popular to have higher bitrate MP3s, right, what does iTunes do it at, uh, 200 and, I think it's in the 200s, like, uh, uh, I think Google does 320 kbps, for their um, MP3 store, maybe Amazon does that, and I think Apple uses AAC, and I think Google—I'm not sure—and possibly Amazon use MP3. Um, but let's see, what is, and and they might have you know different ones, but you know like what do I encode the? Uh, what do I encode the podcast at? What's the best? Because I usually do it at 192, 256 kbps is the iTunes one, I think now. Those of iTunes match and stuff for people that upload their old 128k MP3s, they get them in 256 um, as AACs when they use the iTunes ma iTunes match, uh, you know, feature. Like so that that's part of that's part of the selling point, I guess. But but uh, if I if I look up yeah, what, like what if I look up Google Play bitrate? Um, I don't know. I think it's like in. I think it's around 320, and and Amazon uh, is uh, probably a more popular MP3 store than Google. So anyway, I 192 is what I do a lot of times. What do you think? I don't know what the difference is between 192 and 256. Well, you know, 256. You think about it in iTunes, it, it's music. It's a lot of times it's a two, three, four minute song that has a lot of different tracks. Uh, a lot of different editing like there can be a bit of editing on uh this podcast of a lot of podcasts but it you know what i mean it's not the layered multi-track kind of uh editing in detail on a lot of podcasts that you're gonna find in like you know music uh for sale so i mean it, it there's a certain point and and of course, people are paying for those MP3s. They're paying to have them hosted. Like you know, podcasts. Most podcasts, whether they have advertising or not, they usually have you know free downloads of their podcasts, right? So there's that kind of compromise. Like like I think 128 sounds okay, and then 192 starts getting pretty good. And once you get a 256 or 320, I think it gets hard to tell uh, in a lot of ways, you know, from the original. Uh, but I don't know. There's a lot of arguments about that. Uh, you know, um, the the old kind of thinking about how vinyl has the best audio quality has been pretty largely um, refuted I think yeah but I mean in terms of mp3 quality yeah like 
Like, what about Flack? What about, like, you know, Lossless? You know, is that the way to go? Because then, I mean, Lossless, you can't play on iTunes or sync to your iPhone. You know, what are you going to do with your Lossless? Yeah, I think I would keep it in the most accessible format. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, I think 192 is pretty good. Like, I've gone down to 128 before, but so I was thinking about how this, this isn't a super long podcast, so, you know, we can have 100. 